So if there is something that is following you from your father's house, it can stop you from achieving this 26. It can stop you. It's called foundational problem. So you need to mirror into yourself, ask questions about your family and everything around you. Don't just commonize it. You need to deal with them before they deal with you. And here the Bible said, Then Isaac sold in that land and received in the same year a hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. And the man was great and went forward and grew until he became what? Very great. His father was great. He became very great. Praise the Lord. He was able to deal with some issues of his life. He didn't commonize it. And after this, you know where this started? In Genesis chapter 26 verse 1. The Bible says, In the land, of, in the land where he went, Philistine, things were difficult for him. Very difficult. And he went to the king and said, King, we are about leaving, relocating to Egypt. And the Bible says, as he was coming, God spoke to him and said, Isaac, in this same land, I will bless you. In this world, same land, I will bless you. And it didn't happen like that. The Bible says he will go and cover the way his father dug. The enemy will come and close it several times. He didn't give up. He will do it several times. He didn't give up. Until he got to this point, he sold. And after that, the enemy saw that God was with him. They submitted. The enemy will not submit easily. But you have to persist. You have to trust God. You have to hold on to your dream. You have to hold on to what God is saying. You have to hold on. What I wrote here is this. Your ability to hear God prepares you for stormy days. Your ability to hear God prepares you for stormy days. Hearing God directs you. Your ability to hear God prepares you for stormy days and gives you direction. Your ability to hear God prepares for stormy days. Stormy days. He had God that in this same place I will bless you. So when storm came, he heard unto God's word. God said, please, I will bless me. It doesn't matter what the enemies are doing. I'm holding on to the word of the Lord. And he heard unto the word of the Lord and he came to this place. When you get to verse 22 of this place, verse 22, Genesis 26, 22, it says, And he removed from thence and dig another well. He did what? Another well. Another well. And from that they strove not, and he called the name of it Rohabot. And he said, For now the Lord made room for us, and we shall be fruitful in this land. If God did not make room for you, it doesn't matter your struggle. It doesn't matter the finance you take. It doesn't matter the knowledge. If he didn't make room, if he didn't make room, and he said, nah, nah, I pray that your nah will come now in Jesus' name. In that area of restriction, in that area of struggle, to come to come in Jesus name Amen. do you know that patience is a good virtue is what all oh, this why God was trying his patience to look if you will hold on onto that word and he did head on to it and he got to a point the law made a room for him 
I pray that it will get to that point. At this point, the, his enemies submitted. They now come. Let's make, enter into partnership. Let's enter into agreement. Let's enter into covenant. Don't give up. Your enemy will give up. They will do what? They will give up. Very soon, God will write your history. They will give up. But remember, it was not easy. It didn't come cheap. It didn't come cheap. It was not easy. But it, get, it got to a point, God made room for him. God did what? God made room for him. Say, oh Lord, make room for me. Oh Lord, make room for me. Oh Lord, make room for me. In the mighty name of Jesus. The Lord will make room for you in Jesus' name. Now let's look at Genesis 30 verse 43. Genesis 30 verse 43. Genesis 30 verse 43. And he said, And the man increased exceedingly and had much cattle and men servants and men servants made servants and men servants and camels and asses. Who is the man? Jacob. Jacob. God blessed his father and his father became a blessing and his father was able to raise a man that was a blessing, which is Isaac. And that Isaac also raised a man which is grandson, Jacob. That is generational blessing. Your wealth will not stop with you. Amen. Do you know if there's an opportunity for those who have gone to come back, some of them will be disappointed. When they look at what I've achieved, all, all my labors, what are they? What are they? What are they? I remember in those days, you hear Abiola this, Abiola that, Abiola that, you're everywhere, you getting me. Now if it's to come back, we are expecting the business to expand. But what is it? Business cannot expand if you are not covenanted with God. Whatever thing God did not give will not last. It will not last. So it will not be like that with us because we are in covenant with God. We are in covenant with God. And the Lord will keep increasing. You see this family, very great family. From nowhere, you see their great grandfather, Terra, what happened and all the rest of them. You see his own son. By God's mess, by God's grace, God picked him up and he followed. And he followed. You see how God transformed up to now. Abraham blessed our blessings. God succeeded. He succeeded. We shall succeed in the name of Jesus. Acts of Apostle 13 36. It says, For David, after he has served his own generation by the will of God, afterward, he has served his own word generation by the will of God. Look at that word. I, we talked about faith for generational impact. David, you know how the story began? That he was not recognized. Nobody knew him. Even though they were to anoint a king, they have to pick him from the bush to come. The mountain that fell upon you shall not be taken from you. And nobody will take your place. It doesn't matter how many people are contesting for it. If you have been manipulated out, they will look for you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Whatever the enemy took from you, from today you shall begin to recover. In the name of Jesus. They took the garment from Joseph at age of 13. Hmm? After 17 years, God gave him more pronounced one. 
That one was garment of many colors. They were angry of it. Because God had destined him for generational impact. They took it away. After 17 years, God restored kingly garment on him. So whatever the enemy takes from you, God will restore. That is if you are consistent with him. If you are consistent, you don't allow the wave and the storms of life to push away. In every situation, you are giving him thanks. They sack him from office, thanks. They do, you just give him, don't blame God. He's not the cause and he will not be the cause. He won't. He won't. He won't. You know, David, nobody recognized him. Imagine the, year, the day they want to anoint a king. Is it eight or seven sons of Jesse contested for it? But God will say, not be this one. Not be this one. Not be this one. I get not be this one. Is there no son against? I have a little boy. What is he saying? They push. All of us will stand until he comes. Men will stand for you. Men will stand for you. Men will stand for you. In the mighty name of Jesus. When he came, he was anointed. And you know, he never spent that seat for some time. Until God caused a problem or God allowed a challenge in that source kingdom. He got insane. And the only solution is, right? He needs somebody that will play and sing. Who knows anybody? They said, no son of Jesse. It's good. They went to fetch him from the bush. He entered the palace. God will allow a problem only will solve that will make men to look for you. In Jesus' name. <laughs> when he became the king, who did God give him? In Genesis, in 1 Samuel 22 verse 1, the Bible says God, God gave him men that were in debt, in distress, in discontent. Again, that 3D. And because David believed in God, he believed in himself, he believed in his vision, he was able to raise this man. In 2 Samuel chapter 23, you will begin to hear, mighty men of David, mighty men of David, David raised men to be generational men, and they imparted their generation here. David served God according to the will of God. David served the generation according to the will of God. You will serve your generation according to the will of God. Not according to the will of men. Not according to your will, but according to the will of God. Any people God bring across your way, he will use to transform their life in the mighty name of Jesus. What limit others will not limit you? What stop others will not stop you? The Lord will change your destiny or your status and you, that will fit your destiny. It shall be so in Jesus' name. It shall be so in Jesus' name. Now, look at this. You see, in the time of um, Enoch, all we hear, and this beget that, and that beget that, and that beget that. When Enoch came, he said, is it what man is on earth to do, to beget and beget and beget? He said, no, I won't only do begotten. When he begat one, the Bible said, and he not walked with God. Enoch did what? Walk with God. And because he was able to recognize why God created him, the Bible said, God blessed him. How did God bless him? He did not die. God just took him. That's the benefits when you are generational impact person. God will give what he did not give to others. God just took him. 
You are different from other people. Your calling is different. Your destiny is different. The person you want to imitate. You know one of the problems we have discovered we have? God said, I created in your, my own image and my own likeness. Whose image are you? Image of God. But you want to be like man. Trying to be like man is to limit God. And that is the problem. You want to be like man. You know, you want to be. No. You should be like God. You should desire to be like God. That's the only way you can fulfill destiny and make generational impact. I pray that you make generational impact in Jesus' name. No power will silence you. And it shall be so in Jesus' name. Remember to serve God in his will, not according to your will. Let's write this moment and pray. Faith for generational impact. Faith for generational impact. I want you to say, Lord, I believe in you. I trust you. I trust you. I want to make that declaration. I believe in you. I trust you. Just believe in what God is saying. Lord, I believe. Lord, I believe. Lord, I believe. Lord, I believe. Lord, we believe as a church. Father, we believe. Lord, we believe. Lord, we believe. In Jesus' name we pray. Second prayer, you may believe in God and you don't believe in yourself. Hmm? You are looking at yourself. You know, Gideon say, ah, what are the mighty men? And he's the one that the angel called mighty men. I want to say, Lord, give me grace to believe in myself. It doesn't matter where you are right now. Lord, I need the grace to believe in myself. Believing in yourself will give you boldness, will give you confidence, will give you courage. Will take away fear. Lord, I believe in myself. I believe in myself. I have the grace for generational impact. I have the faith for generational impact. Tell God that you believe that you have it. You have it. Nothing will limit you. Look at where Abraham was coming from. Look at the family was shattered. But because he believed in himself, he was able to. The third prayer I want to pray, I want to say, Lord, I believe in those that you are giving to me or you have given to me. I believe in them, that they have what it takes to work. I want to tell God, I have faith in my workers. I have faith. 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 Believe that you have faith in them, that they have what it takes. Lord, we have faith in all our workers. We have faith in all our workers. We have faith. We have faith. We have faith for generational impact. We can do the work. We can do the work. We can do the work. We have faith. Lord, we have faith. We have faith. Let's begin to thank God for prayer answer this morning. Lord, we give you praise. Lord, we worship you. Lord, we exalt you. Lord, we magnify you. Lord, we adore you this morning. Thank you, Father.